Welcome to your new favorite podcast, Conversations with Mr. Cole. I'm your host, Ryan Kirkendall. In this podcast, I'll be sitting down with perhaps the most interesting man at Baden High School, psychology teacher Mr. Eric Cole, discussing a variety of topics right here at Rubo 10. This podcast is brought to you by the Baden Banner, the student-run newspaper here at Baden. For all the latest news you need to know as a Baden student, check out the Baden Banner. The link is in the description below. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Won't you take me away? All right, welcome back. Another Friday. Here we are. Cole, we're here. Reed, glad you could join us. Another second time guest. Hey, thanks so much for having me here again. Yeah, uh, so you know we're chilling here, room 10. Again, something different. We're always we're always looking to improve here. I love that conversation with Mr. Cole. Spice it up a little bit. So this podcast is all going to be Q and A. Um, you know, all you listeners should have received uh, an email we sent out, uh, Google form questions you have for mr cole and we're just going to go through them you know these are the questions you have we provide the answers simple as that it's so exciting kirk simple what a what that. a great format i'm i'm so excited novelty yeah. the blessing of novelty you know it just keeps you sharp oh, on yeah. that edge oh yeah love it that in an open window when it's about 15 degrees <laughs> those two that can't that's an unbeatable combination oh yes i i, I couldn't think it's like peanut butter and jelly mm. oh like man that. oh, oh now i'm hungry for my afternoon snack yeah okay all right, so uh, our first question, uh, many, many different people asked this. So okay, what what sparked your interest in psychology? What kind of oh, got you into that? Well, you know, I mean, I think it's just because of now that I look back on it, you know, those answers are in layers that, that loop over the years. But um, a couple of things. One, uh, I dealt with a number of physical, physically traumatic events in my, in my childhood, uh, a couple of pretty serious head injuries and uh, some other trauma and you know and it did it really did affect me and it, I wasn't aware of it at the time when this happened it was before the age of where head injuries where concussions were on the radar yeah um, and that and then just this whole process of I realized that from an early age I've always been into you know just this idea of developing the self you know and and the mind has just always fascinated me the thoughts our thoughts where they come from. And really then how we change them and how they affect everything around us and and so it's just snowballed from there it's just been a, a really a lifelong theme for me yeah um we're gonna go a little off topic here i love that um do reptiles control the world and why or why not <laughs> that's so funny obviously a david ike fan in the in the house yeah and that's uh i mean you know here's the thing i mean i we're in the information age, which also means we're in the disinformation age. So and you can't separate the two. So, I, you know, personally, I don't have any direct experience with any of this, although it is kind of interesting just because in my um, uh, the work that my my dad was involved in, he he had the opportunity to meet various people in certain positions. And it's just kind of interesting because he would remark at times that some of these people just see, things seemed a little off. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not going to, I will never say something is impossible Yeah. because I, I don't have all the information and I don't know anyone who does, you know? So 
Quite possibly, but you know, I mean, if that's the case, what 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 are reptiles characterized by? They are characterized by a lack of emotion, other than just pure self-interest, yeah. right? See, and we even talk about the brain. The brain, the inner layer of the brain, is called the reptilian brain. It's the brain that controls our autonomic functions, and it's the inner core of the brain. And then you have the mammalian brain layered on top of that. That's our emotional brain that we share with animals, which is why we have such great bonds with our pets. You know why we love Fluffy so much. And then you have the cortex, which is the human part of the brain on the top. So, but to me, the, the reptiles lack, but they lack that what they gain in their cold blooded calculation, you know, their ruthlessness, they miss out on the whole depth of experience, emotional experience that, that, you know, humans have. And that's why I think in the end, the heart wins. Yeah. Reptiles are heartless. Yeah, so exactly. sorry about their luck. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe they do right now, but not for long. Yeah. We had a couple questions. Yeah. Uh, talk, talk about the energy that you mm. bring every day. How oh. do you do that? How does one manage to get themselves the energy to work on a project they do? How do they bring that same energy every single day? Man. And that's kind of a loaded question. I yeah. Said a lot, a lot to tackle there. There is. Well, see, and, and that's so interesting. And, and we had this moment today where, and I mean, this is one reason why, I mean, Reed, who's with us today, like, I mean, it, Reed is one of my favorite people all day because every day I feel like you're always on and you're always saying how I'm always on. And it's like, because sometimes we need to hear that from each other. Like, because I often will get up and I'm like, man, I just don't know today. Or I've just, or maybe I'm feeling like a sudden thought will come and I'm feeling flat and dull. But you know, here's what it is for me, honestly. It's become prayer. Here's how I feel like I've been doing it. The prayer that, that we have every day is like the key moment for me. And every time I do that now, I just let go and I get into it. And sometimes it seems a little crazy and like I'm like, I had no idea I was going to make that sound or whatever. But I feel like this energy happen, and then that gets us through the rest of the period, and then we ride that wave, you know? So I think it's like being so much in the moment. Now, as far as how to get into that with your projects, that's tough because I think students are overburdened. Like they have a limited amount of time and just an endless series of tasks. So that's hard. But I think the more you can take little mini breaks in your day, take it time to recharge, do Try different breathwork stuff. Get out and just get up and move for a few minutes. Just do a little something, and that will help to keep you fresh. You know, I think that's it. Because, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I always feel this way at the end of the week. I'm like, I have had such a great week. Mm -hmm. I love coming in here. I love every day. As much as I love the snow day and, like, the anticipation of that, like, honestly, like, whenever I'm in here, I'm at my best. Yeah. And I put that down to the people around us. Like, appreciate the people around you, mm -hmm. you know? Like, yeah. we're not here for long. Like, this is not going to last. Like, you said this earlier, in an earlier episode, like, realizing senior year, it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's like, I just want to enjoy it. That's the right attitude. Just enjoy. Mm -hmm. Always enjoy. All right. Now we're going to you know, switch, switch it up a little bit. I love this. This is so great, Kirk. What a great idea. I'm having so much fun. How much can you lift? All right. If we're talking different, mm. different lists, what, what are we working on? Okay, well, at, all right. Now, this is interesting because it's been a while since I've been into it. I got up. It's This has been years since I've really done any. I'm big into body weight yeah. and kettlebell. Kettlebell swings, mm -hmm. mostly. I do some pressing because uh, I have uh, I have a 53-pound kettlebell and I have the 36. I'm going to add another one, but I do some pressing. But mostly I swing the 36-pound. Um, and I do some motions with my offhand. I do one-handed swings, but I do like these figure eights with my hand, my offhand in different directions to work my coordination. 
Uh, but when I was into lifting, so I would think the deadlift is one of the best estimates of all around strength. I mean, I'm not a particularly big guy, so my numbers weren't, aren't, weren't, aren't in and of themselves massive, but I got up to just shy of 400 pounds in the deadlift. Wow. I was a bit, now that's an wow. all, that's an all out effort. I was at like 380 something when I stopped deadlifting. Oh, wow. That's, um, so that's not shabby. That's a, that's a very good number. That's not shabby. For yourself. Yeah, that's not shabby. So, yeah. um, but you know, lately I've gotten into this, I found my captains of crush grip trainer mm -hmm. and I'm really into that now because yeah. if you can, if you can work your grip strength, mm -hmm. then, it, it increases your total body strength as well because of the way the neuro, neuro, neurologically the wiring works. The hands have are extremely dense in nerves. So if you can learn to contract those nerves, there's a great Russian strength training guy, Pavel Satsuling, but he talks about how his theory is you want to train to get, you train, strength training is practice, not a workout. So that type of training makes the muscles very hard and very dense and you can contract them with a lot of force, but it doesn't really add bulk. You know, which yeah. is an interesting approach for me. I've never, with my metabolism, I've never been able to gain, gain weight. So you know, it's, yeah. it's been my approach. All right, your favorite hacky sack move. Mm. You're in the sack circle. Mm. Sack match is served up. Okay. What's your go-to? Okay. Your All right. Well, okay. This is interesting, and because then I want to hear what Reed's favorite is. Uh, mine, personally, okay. For for sheer artistic merit, it's got to be like the classic Hurst. Like, oh yeah. But there's no better feeling than Hursting it, and just with that, when that arc is this perfect off your foot and the sound. But now speaking of sound, my new go-to, I started working on like the knee, yeah, the knee juggling, and now I just love like the crisp sound of off that thigh, like is just so perfect. So I actually, I, I'll have to say knee, but just for pure artistic beauty, the Hurst is is yeah. phenomenal. It's got to got to be the Hurst. Reed, what's your what's your personal favorite? My personal favorite is basically the same okay. as your answer. The classic Hurst. At first, I never thought I could pull off a Hurst. Like when I first started hacky sack, like I started looking at everyone else do it, and I'm like, man, I never thought I could do that. Yes. But every day, kept on trying to do it, and it just kind of popped in the gear. It was. That's how that move works. It just happens it for just you. Yep, it's, happens. there's and no it, thought and it's so beautiful. It's just like, it flows right into your head. You're like, all right, yes. I'm gonna do a Hurst when it comes to me and then you Bam. just pull it off and there you go, <laughs> it's flying. <laughs> love it, I love that. Amen, brother, yeah, amen. Mr. Crow, have you, have you heard, heard this quote? All right? Okay. Lions don't lose sleep over the opinion of sheep. All right. Oh, it's beautiful. Hey, have you heard that? Right. So, so what, yes, what are your I thoughts? Do you agree that there are lions and there are sheep in this world? Yes. And I, here's the thing. My theory is, is that, that, you know, every human being is a lion in waiting. Yeah. You know, like, like we are programmed to live as sheep, mm -hmm. but slumbering within the heart of each one of us, waiting to be awakened is that inner lion. And maybe that's the whole point of what we're going through. Like that's the, be that's the benefit we've talked about using this, the pandemic is like a jujitsu and energetic jujitsu where you take all this tsunami of negativity that's coming at you and you use it to slingshot it in the other direction and awaken that lion within. Cause I, I mean, I've seen it, like I've seen it with people in the classroom where I see that lion emerging. Yeah. 
And, but, but you're so right. Like as you start to embrace living like your truth and what you know to be correct, mm -hmm. then it's not that you care less about others. In fact, you care more, but the little, the little things that we say to each other out of our weakness or out of spite or just unconsciously, those things just don't even affect you anymore. You see them for what they are and it doesn't matter. And you don't hold it against the person who's saying that to you because it's like, you're just hoping that they're going to wake up and that their inner lion will see and they'll meet you from that level. Cause that's where, that's what we all are seeking. Yeah. You know, that power, you know, got a three parter. Okay. Oh, I love all it. Right. Love it. Good things coming threes. Yes. What is your favorite tea? What hmm. does it help with? And where do you get it? Dang. These are phenomenal yeah. questions. Yeah. Wow. I am loving this. Okay. So my favorite tea, which is not really, okay. I'll give you two. One that's hard, easy to find and one that's harder to find. So I'm big into things that help me relax and get my nighttime routine going. So the ultimate go-to that is so gentle and so reliable will never let you down is organic chamomile. You can get that at Kroger. There's a brand called Traditional Medicinals, all right? And they're frequently on sale for about three bucks for a box of 16 bags. And um, you just brew that according to the instruction of the box about 15 minutes and uh, steep it, cover it. And it's technically not a tea because a tea needs to have tea leaves. This is a teason because it's the flowers of the chamomile um, yeah. plant. Beautiful for relaxation, especially if you put a little honey in it. Now, my other recommendation is uh, reishi, R-E-I-S-H-I, -E reishi mushroom. All right. It's a beautiful fungus that, that uh, grows on uh, trees, various trees throughout the mid-latitudes of the world. Um now that one you can find you can find extracts which are which are easy to take or you can find them in ground up in capsule form or you can buy them i buy them in preloaded tea bags but for that you got to steep it for like two hours on a low simmer oh. to get, extract all the benefits but at night i i i brew up like a liter of that every night and i drink that and i have the honey with it and it's just, it's phenomenal. My sleep has been spectacular. It helps with your digestive system. It helps relax you. It, I mean, I have had such, that maybe has been a real key to my, my daily routine, Rishi tea, magic. It's called the mushroom of immortality. Wow. It's beautiful. beautiful. Sounds, sounds like it. Yes. Like it. Yes. All right. Do you listen to rap hip hop? And if so, who is your favorite artist? Um, you know, I don't really, although I do like, the rhythms that I hear, um, it, it, especially in some of this like uh, music that like uh, like trap music, that kind of stuff. I yeah. like I like some of the syncopated beats. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, that's something where I would actually like some suggestions from the listeners of things that I should listen to because I don't. My the music I listen to uh, mostly is progressive, called pro genre called progressive house. So if you go to YouTube and just look up progressive house. Uh, there's a show, Minded Music Sessions. Minded Music Sessions. If you Google, if you do that in YouTube search bar, I love that. He's a, it's a Dutch artist. Love that music. But yeah, I do enjoy. I enjoy the rhythms of hip hop, but I just I don't really actively seek it out. Favorite dog breed. Favorite dog. Ah, gotta go with the standard poodle. I mean, standard my my grand no, my grandfather uh, Peppy. He was. I always said he was a person in a poodle suit. Like I just, <laughs> I just kept expecting one day to like see him like just unzip, you know, and like have this little miniature person step out amazing dogs amazing that is ice a rock no if ice was a rock would that make water lava yes yes all right there final question we're going to wrap it up with okay and it's uh it's a pretty pretty deep one all right you know we're, we're all right wade into so. the deep end of the pool i love that 
what is the most valuable life lesson you have learned thus far? Mm. Oh, that's easy. Okay. Wow. So, I'm, I'm yeah, surprised. this, well, because it, well, yes. Okay. So, um, as you know, my sister is Mrs. McAdams. She's in room 016. And it was funny for like a few, right? Our grandfather on our mother's side, he passed away now. Uh, gosh, it's been seven, almost eight years. Anyway, what he said to her was, he said, always stick together, meaning the two of us. Mm -hmm. And it was so wild because shortly after that, she came to Baden. And then she said, after she started, she said, you know, I'm going to get you over here. I don't know how it's going to happen, but this is where you need to be. Yeah. And it'd be so great because we'd be together. So um, sure enough, it worked out. I mean, she went out on maternity leave two, two years ago now, mm -hmm. and then it just worked. Mr. Mears left and I had a degree that allowed me to move in and it, it was perfect. It's perfect. So that to me is the greatest life lesson is the people that you really value, like your family is the most important thing most hands down. And if you, if you really make a point of sticking together and cultivating that, a lot of other things will just fall into place. Wow. Yeah. There, there you have yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was outstanding. Oh, this was great. Enjoyed it. Have to do this again. We have more questions that we haven't asked. Okay. Right? Beautiful. We got like 30 something questions oh, that we need to ask. Let's do it. But we'll have it uh, another time. Beautiful. It's been awesome. Reed. Always, Thank you. Always Reed. a pleasure to have you join us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love listening to Mr. Cole talk. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me again, Ryan. Oh, yeah. This is beautiful. I really enjoyed this time being with you guys. Oh, I mean, that pleasure pleasure's it's mine, mutual. man. It's I mean, mutual, yes, yeah. yes. Indeed. No, I mean, like, because every day, like, you, when you, I love when you stop in here and, like, everybody's like, read, you know, like, like they sense your energy and it just, it, it just creates this momentum. Yes, totally. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, yeah. Kurt. Great. Always a pleasure. Uh, we'll hopefully be here next Friday. Yes, right. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward, looking right. forward to it. And till next time, I'm Ryan Kirkendall. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Won't you take me away? Thank you for listening to today's episode of Conversations with Mr. Cole. If you have any questions about today's episode or suggestions for the future, shoot me an email at 21kirkendallr at badenhs.org. To stay up to date with latest episodes, as well as keep up with all the news you need to know as a Baden student, follow the Baden Banner on Instagram and Twitter. Those handles are at Baden Banner. Until next time, I'm Ryan Kirkendall.